If you hate anxiety and want to learn what you can do to get rid of it, then you're in the right place. I'm Larry Quicksall, a mental health therapist with 30 plus years in the field. I've spent the past decade specializing in helping those with severe anxiety disorders, and today I'm bringing my knowledge, insight, and experience to this podcast. My goal is simple, to help you escape the pain and frustration of anxiety so you can better enjoy your life. Thanks for joining me. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Today I want to talk about an important topic, and that is how a history of of abuse can create anxiety issues today. So I'm going to kind of address this with the premise that, you know, the, the situation I'm talking about is where a person has gone through abuse in the past. Maybe it was child abuse. Maybe it was bullying at school. Maybe it is from romantic relationships. Uh, but we're, I'm not looking at specifically like a single event. What I'm talking about is more of a pattern that has occurred in a person's life. But that, that individual or that group, they're not doing it today. So this is a past abuse, not something that's current. So the question is, how can a history of abuse, this past abuse, create anxiety issues and problems today? Well, first of all, what we have to look at is that, as I was talking about before, there's associations that take place utilizing the structure in the brain called the hippocampus. And so if the abuse is taking place in a home, or in the person's home, then the things associated with the home and the abuse, they get kind of stuck together. So if abuse took place, you know, let's say with a a person growing up in a bedroom or in a closet or in a kitchen, you know, wherever it is, if that was the primary place that abuse took place, then Things that are associated with that location or associated with certain people are kept track of by the hippocampus. Then when we find ourselves in those kind of situations in the future, guess what? Those memories start being activated. Those memories start being developed because the hippocampus doesn't understand the concept of time or or of geography. So just because something happened years and years ago, the hippocampus doesn't get that. So it's treating it as if it is potentially happening today. So it communicates to the amygdala and the person starts having a release of adrenaline and you have kind of cascading anxiety that's taking place. So that's that's kind of what starts it with most people is this kind of an association that's happening. Now, as that takes place, you can wind up having a misapplication of those past situations to the current location. Now, we're not talking necessarily about like a trigger when you're around it. Now, we're talking about more in the line of beliefs, a belief that you know, again, going to this example, if it was uh, abuse in a home environment, that homes are not safe, that you can't be safe at home. 
you you may find a sense of safety in other places, but you feel uncomfortable in that setting. Or maybe it took place at a school, and maybe it was a specific school. It was not in every school a person was in, but there is now a misapplication, a uh, a belief that starts to develop that all school settings would be, I would experience this. So maybe the bullying took place in grade school, but now there's a move to a different school and it didn't take place there, but there was an application, a misapplication of a belief that I'm going to be bullied here. And so the anxiety continues, even if bullying doesn't happen. If that misapplication of belief keeps occurring, guess what? It keeps getting applied to place, to place, to place. So maybe now the person's wanting to go to college, but they're still continuing with an anxiety fear that they're going to be bullied even in a college setting. So why what's happening kind of with this? There's there's a couple of concepts I want to talk about and then what you and that ties into what you can do about it. The first is overgeneralization. Overgeneralization is when we take something that is specific to one point, one place, one time, one set of circumstances, and now we're going to apply it to all similar circumstances. That's overgeneralization. The more we overgeneralize, the more inaccurate it is. So, you know, and we use generalizations on a regular basis. It's a, it's a normal, natural part of life. It helps us to go into new situations and kind of know what to do or how to handle it. It's the overgeneralization where it loses its accuracy is where the problem comes in. So the opposite of overgeneralization would be discrimination. And this is where you see differences. Now, I'm not talking about like, uh, racial discrimination. Just that's a whole other thing, doesn't apply to what we're talking about. Discrimination is when we see a difference between this and this. So, for example, um, legally there is a discrimination seeing a difference between minors and adults, that there are certain things that apply to minors and certain things that apply to adults. And that based upon age, for example, driver's license, right to vote, uh, or eligibility to vote, uh, you know, seeing certain movies, you know, there's different things where there is a age discrimination. So discrimination is simply we're looking at separating. So in a discrimination with the example of anxiety, it would be a person says, yes, I was bullied at this school, but now I'm at a new school. There hasn't been any discrimin- or any uh, bullying taking place. So this school, this new school is different from the old school. The kids in this school are different from the kids that I was encountering in the other school. So what happened in the old school doesn't apply to the new school. That's how discrimination would work in this example. So What do you do about this if you've had past abuse, you're having anxiety related to it? Two things that I can, you know, kind of quickly toss out in this brief podcast would be using healthy discrimination, recognizing, seeing that, hey, is there any evidence to support the idea that the abuse is still happening? Or is it simply being misapplied from the past? 
So use that kind of discrimination to rationally think about it. You got to set the emotions to the side, especially if they are real loud emotions, because loud emotions push us towards overgeneralization. So we have to kind of separate those emotions and think about it rationally and use healthy discrimination. And a, a, a thing that you do with it, that the second thing is grounding. And grounding is a term that's often used in the context of recognizing where you're at, what you're doing here and now to separate it from strong memories or emotions from the past. So if you're going back to, again, the bullying in the school situation, you're in a new situation looking for ways that it is different from the other one. You know, the bully that you had isn't here anymore. Or if the bully is and they're not doing anything, maybe they've matured. Maybe they're not that same person anymore. You know, there's been bullies that I had in my past growing up that I am friends with now because they grew up. They quit being jerks. And so, you know, grounding is recognizing those kind of differences. So using healthy discrimination and grounding can help you start that process of letting go of the past abuse so you can move forward into a healthier, less anxious future. All right, that's it for today. Hope this was helpful. Have a great one. Take care. The I Hate Anxiety podcast is for educational purposes only. And while I am a therapist, this podcast is not counseling or therapy. If you need counseling or therapy, seek out the services of a licensed professional in your area. And if you are in crisis, call the Crisis Call Center at 1-800-273-8255 or dial 911 or your local emergency number or go to your local emergency room.